Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast today. We're we'll talking about leading and lagging indicators. Before we do that, though, let's talk about your mail. We all know that getting uh, our offers into the hands of people with land that you want to buy is crucial to the success of our business, and there is no better or cheaper way to do that than rocket, print, and mail. Justin and I both run our business on it. You couldn't be happier. It's quick, easy, and by far the most effective way to get your letters out. So go check them out. The website is rocketprintandmail.com forward slash casual Fridays. REI? I think so. Casual Fridays. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 I always, I think it's just casual Friday. because I always want to say REI, but I know it's not right. I will say if you go to our Facebook page, like Adam says at the end of every show, you'll see a post that has the new pricing because we do have the last chance sale before the, the Joe Biden price increase. And our website, the other resources page, um, sale goes live next Next week, week yeah. yeah. And it's 50 cents a mailer at starting at 5000 I believe. So It's actually pretty good, yeah, especially on the – because they're doing one and two page now, and they have different pricing, mm-hmm. and you can save yourself some money. Yeah, that's that's important. And, you know, we've been fighting on the back end. They've been fighting for us with, like, the, the price increase. And with inflation, with everything that's going on, everybody's like, oh, shit, what do we need to do? What do we need to do? And I'm telling you now, if you run mail, you're not going to find it cheaper than this ever again. Right. So go so. buy it. Now, are they are they worried about supply chain issues as well? No, Jake. Now? Thanks for asking. Because if you were <laughs> to have read the the post that was put in our private group, you would see that they reassured me they have six to eight months worth of runtime for all their customers. So we're a small, small portion of this print house's yeah, business. Extremely small. Wow. So and they they have six to eight months worth of inventory for everything. They just bought another warehouse to keep more paper in. So that was Jake Huddleston, hey, by the way, is joining us today. He's hey, here guys. again. They told they haven't told us they hate you yet, so <laughs> they get to, right. you, you get, get to crash the party get, one more time. You get yeah. to stay. So he's a uh, he's still full time land. Still, still here. Full time land. Still no, here. Yeah. No job applications going back out. Not yet. So we we as we go through this today, we're talking leading and la- lagging indicators. This is one of those things that can be fairly boring i mean if you will because <laughs> we all talk about in our corporate roles our kpis what's that on office space what's the uh productivity report you know are you doing your productivity report and that's a that's kind of a version of a leading indicator are you doing what you actually say you're going to do versus just worrying about the end result yeah when you brought the topic up i mean just like okay that one or the other one whatever i'm good with it and then i sat and thought about it for, for a few minutes i'm like that first one sounds pretty boring <laughs> then, I, then i said let's do that one yeah <laughs> so you can blame me yeah I, I i get that and i and i i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this at adam because he talks about it at the beginning of the year he puts his goals up on the board and they're more of a a, a lagging indicator like hey this is what i want to pay this is what i want to make money wise this is what i want to do i know internally he knows what he has to do to get there but so many people think about that end goal and don't actually hit the targets they need to do to make that actual end goal happen. And so what is that reverse engineering? What does that look like for your business? Yeah. I know, Jake, We right before we started this, we were asking Jake, well, what do you think all this stuff means? And he started <laughs> to tell us, and I interrupted him and said, well, why don't you come out here and tell us? Put it on the microphone, yeah, Jake. So. All right, all right. Well, yeah, when you first brought this talk, topic up, it was something that I've already thought about before. I think we all have. And when, when we first did my first episode, I talked about this intention, intention journal I was going through. And it basically focuses on 
Yes, this is the end goal where you want to get to. So mm-hmm. maybe you want to make a hundred grand, you know, in the next ninety days. Mm-hmm. What are the steps that are actually going to get you there, though? Okay. You know, and so it's focusing on these leading indicators, which is basically the input that you put into your business is the way I think of it. Mm-hmm. The energy you put into it, the things that you can control. Okay. So say to make a hundred grand in ninety days, mm-hmm. I need three deals. Okay. Right? So how much mail do you need to send? to look at the 30 deals that you're then going to underwrite mm-hmm. to get to the three that you're going to buy. Okay. So you've got it broke down. So you buy, was that 10% of your deals? No, I wish. But that's, I mean, that's a, that's a fair question. So as you pick apart your business and those leading indicators, of w- what is the actual numbers? What does that look like? Do you track that? And do you know what that is? And, I, and I, I'm going to go off on a quick tangent, but I'll let you get back to it real quick. Because there's so many times I get a consultant call and a guy goes, hey, I want to make $100,000 in that three months and I need to get three deals to do it. But the deals they're mailing only are going to net on profit $10,000. And so can they make a hundred grand if the type of property they're mailing only makes them 30? And so that that's that's where we're talking about. That's what we're, you know, hey, you got this big thing, but are your inputs actually making sense? Yeah, no, right. So you got to be, you got to be going about it the right way and make sure you're, you're, um, honing in on the type of properties that are going to get you to your goal. Okay. But I'm focusing more on even just the steps that are going to get you there. So how much mail do I need to send to just get that one deal? I know for me right now, it's been about 2,300 pieces of mail. Okay. So you're right online with what we've seen Mm -hmm. too. Right. Um, If you're wanting to do subdivides, you know, and and you're trying to get these on market deals, Mm -hmm. how much time are you setting aside per week to just look at them? Okay. Is that an hour a day? Is that two hours a day? You know, how much per week? So just looking at it and then actually, getting one, you know, under contract, going through it, and then the money that comes from that is just the byproduct. Yep. That's the lagging indicator, right? Yep. I, I, I love it. I love it. I was thinking the same things because, you, Justin, you had mentioned this before, people will come to us and say, well, I need to make a hundred grand this year. And you're like, well, what are you going to do to do that? And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I don't know. You know? <laughs> and so there's got to be a bit, unless you're just brand new, you've got this ability to look back at your business and say, okay, well, I sent 30,000 pieces of mail. Mm-hmm. I bought three properties. Those mm-hmm. properties made a profit of $10,000. Mm-hmm. That gives you a pretty good idea of what you need to do. Yeah. Right? And you turn and, the volume up from there. Yeah, exactly. And then, I mean, you can always go up and you can send more mail at bigger profit ranges to make that, but you just got to do it. Yeah. I think it's funny when you, we, you talk to somebody or you, even you, you look back at your own business and you said, okay, Hey, I needed to make, I wanted to make 200 and, I, and I'll, I'll use myself for example here. I need to make 250 grand this year. And that's why when people ask me, how much do you have out? Well, if I want to make 250 grand, I want to have a nut that's out. 250,000 is sitting out there a year. I want it to double one time in the year. That's that's very conservative. But if I say, hey, that's what it's going to do, but I only have 100 grand out working, then I'm not going to do that. I didn't do the front part that I know what my byproduct is going to be. So I have to control that piece. Now, if it's I'm getting one for 2,300 pieces of mail, if I want to buy 10 properties or I want to sell one property a month, I've got to multiply that times 12 at minimal. And so... When you think about this, it's doing the reps at the gym. I, I, I messed with a friend yesterday. He owns a trucking company, and he's wanting to get another truck. And I'm like, okay, well, won't you get the other truck? He's like, oh, I hadn't gone to the bank yet to get it. I'm like, dude, this is called the champion reps. You know, everybody else does 10 reps. If you want to win, you got to do 12. You got to put in the reps and keep doing it. So when you do these little things, are you doing the reps? If I want to have big quads, am I doing squats? Am I doing the Bulgarian splits? Am I doing lunges? What all am I doing? Or am I just saying, oh, I want to have big quads one day? So I don't know. What are you doing? Are you doing your squats, Adam? Uh, I think so, yeah. <laughs> I think so. We're doing them right now. You do- a- <laughs> I'm doing them while I'm talking. <laughs> the podcast is a squat. It's a, it's a headset. Yeah. It's so, a- I mean, is it is it dangerous or is it wrong 
to start with a lagging indicator? I, I think that's the easiest way to go. I, I think you can, you, you, you can start with the lagging indicator and then reverse engineer it back to what you think needs to happen. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, hey, I want to I wanna make a million dollars this year. But how you realistically are going to accomplish it, you need to understand, and that's the roadmap. That's the sauce. Yeah, cause that's what I have on my board, you know, and I work backwards from there. I don't necessarily write it all down internally, but, like, I mean, externally, I just have it on the board. I know the, how to work to get there because if you don't have that, then how do you know what you're working for? So I think there's a check function that has to happen too, though. You have to be able to check that, though, and make sure you're doing it because I think we all – stray from that rep you know like eh, i just did eight it felt okay my pump's good right now i don't need to get the other four well that that question comes from two if any of us have ever been in a sales role you mm -hmm. know at the beginning of the year you get a quota put okay. on you okay and every quarter and so they're starting with that end in mind yep right which i think is fine the problem with me and like the the world that i came from is i had no control over that only to an extent okay in the trauma world i didn't have control over how many grandmothers fell <laughs> in my given territory you know, and how many doctors that I'm working with that use my product are on call to treat that grandma. So he's really at the know. nursing home letting rabid dogs <laughs> run out and knock these old women over. <laughs> I was about to say, it kind of <laughs> sounds like it's in your control because you could just run around pushing people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Outside of that, though, yeah, there's not much of that. Outside of that. Another ice storm, please. <laughs> but what you, so that's why I think you do have to focus on what you can control. So in those instances, I'm focused on, you know, how many doctors I'm getting in front of per week. Um, you know, how many lunches I'm setting up, how many new products I'm showing them, stuff like that. And then hitting that quota is just a byproduct. I'm, I'm going to put an asterisk on your comment there because I think it was great. But in real estate, please don't be the guy that says, hey, I have to do five coffee meetings a week and <laughs> go do five coffee meetings no, a week. No, no. I, if you ever call me and ask me to meet you for coffee, I'm not going to come and I'll probably disregard your Honestly, phone calls. even in my field, I wasn't doing that either. Okay. I'm just saying, <laughs> those are examples of and, what you could And do. that's why he's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, even just meaning is like, okay, can I bump into this guy yeah. you know, in the yard? It's not like, hey, man, can we do coffee? Can I get you a lunch? And, you know, because yeah. nobody I, wants to do that. No, I, I agree. There's things you can't control, and there's things that are proven activities that are going to have an act. They're, they're activities that are going to – I don't even know how to say this. I, I just went blank in my freaking head uh, – Activities that are going to have the action you need. You, you, they're action-packed activities, or I don't know. Maybe y'all could say it better. I'm dumb right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just struggling getting the words out. Well, when this idea first came to you, what, what was in mind? Well, it was it was it worked back from the basic piece of with mail. What is like what? How much? Or how many? How many deals can I look at? And then what do I do to look at deals? And and am I doing that every day? You know, we we get hounded on a lot because we don't upsell into a bunch of courses or. Know, private one-on-one -on -one coaching good if you want some consulting we'll give it to you we have a course out there we the master class we, we're working with those guys and they're killing it right now um but you know overall we we don't do that our the business for me was designed to funnel in so i can look at more deals like how do i look at more deals and i think that's the thing so how many deals am i looking at a week how many deals am i looking at a day how many good deals and how do i make those good deals that are the deals coming to me better deals you know do they have the access do they have everything already so i'm just checking valuations or am I looking at a bunch of crap just to fill the time and so that's that's what I focus on I don't put numbers on it like I have to have this or that I know my total nut out at all times is, needs to be 250 plus and a lot of times it's way over that but my buy board has to have shit on it and my sell board has to have shit on it and that's what I focus on because the money's the byproduct after that another something that's been important to you a lot because I've heard you preach this for a long time what's that uh you know 
knowing what you need to do. Like, yeah. if I need to make X amount of dollars, this is what I need to do. Yeah. And I was actually thinking about that. I'm not asking you if you have the answer off the top of your head, but thinking that with the masterclass guys, when I was talking to them all on Tuesday, it's like, because there's so many of them, right, underwriting deals, and we're getting yeah. so close, yeah. but it just doesn't quite fit. And I was thinking, well, what is that number that, you know, you get so close on before you finally hit one? And I don't actually know that number. I like mean, the, the total number of deals you underwrite? Yeah, before you get that one. See, and I don't know if you know that off the top of your head. No, and, I, and I'm going to say that's variable because what these guys right now, to get them started and get them used to the process, we have them looking at on-market deals, right? And you got some guys, have half the classes put mail out and start to get deals back to looking at it mail. So there's not real an answer with that because everybody's going to look at it a little bit different. Everybody's going to look at a different market. So there's really not a, a firm answer on that one. I, 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 don't, I don't think. But you know, there's months where I'll look at 300 deals that have come into me from other people to either fund or subdivide, and I won't take any of them. And then there's a week where I'll get 10 deals and six of them are great. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it, it changes, and I, I don't have a hard, fast number. Yeah, I didn't, know, I didn't think you would off the top of your head, but I just remember I keep trying to tell them, and this may or may not be an indicator, but it's like you're going to look at so many of them to mm -hmm. begin with, and it's going to feel like you're not doing anything. And then all of a sudden – it's going to just start coming in. You're going to have this business. Like the amount of deals I know just you get coming your way and underwriting whatnot for subdivide deals is mm -hmm. way more than, I mean, you expect to do four for the whole year. And now yeah. that would be like a child number. <laughs> I don't want it to be a child number. Like I'm worried. I worry sometimes that we got a little busy. But right now in that closed last week, we had two more subdivides closed last week. Uh, Missouri. Um, and then I'm trying to think what the other one was. Mississippi. Missis yeah, Mississippi. Thank you. And then coming up, we've got one. We've got two in Texas that we've got offers in and contracts are waiting to be signed. That'll go to escrow. Um, we've got one in Texas that's about to launch. Um, you know, so we've got one in Oklahoma. I think there's one in New York and I think another one in Missouri, maybe. And then y'all have one in Oklahoma that's going to be a small split, too. Um, so they're coming in and we're looking at them. But. Now it's 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 looking at stuff with a different eye. It's just saying, hey, I've got this tool here as this stuff comes in. And so, again, that indicator would be how many deals am I looking at and what's driving that inbound pipeline to me? Because at the end of the day, I don't care what niche you're in, whether it's multifamily, single family, land, Airbnb, it is what is your inbound pipeline to your product? What What is that? And, and how can you keep that stuff full? Are you? I can fill an inbound pipeline. That's what I've become really good at. And I think that's the that little extra that makes my business different than a lot of people's because I'm willing to fill that inbound pipeline and look at as much shit as I can and then take the best of it that's going to be profitable. Yeah, and that's how you set your business up intentionally. Yes, right? you know? yeah. And I, I got to give ProBrand uh, Pro credit here because I, know I was listening to one of his podcasts. He said the only KPIs you really need to focus in on your business are deal flow and capital. Yep. As long as you have those two things then you're going to yeah. be taken care of. And, and I, I would beg to differ that the only thing I would tweak to that is the capital, yes, but if you have enough deal flow and it's good deal flow, capital is not a problem. Yeah. True. I would like to tweak the uh, giving ProBant <laughs> credit part of that. Let's let's just not. <laughs> God, he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> Sorry, Trevor. <laughs> Sorry, Trevor. Uh, but no, that's and, and he, he, makes a, he makes a good argument for that when he discusses it on his podcast. And you know, and, and in person, and that's what 100% of any of these guys that are successful in any niche in real estate it is. It's, you know, look at everybody likes hates on Uncle Grant. You know, he's got some weird thought processes, but he's got so many people looking at him. He's having deals thrown at him like left and right brokers, and he's got cheap capital. 
That's exactly what he's done. That's why he did what he did. He's selling you this shit. They're selling you this dream that he's the expert. You want to be on his team with him. So you're giving him your money or you're bringing him the deal. And that's that's why he is where he is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we don't have that flag up in here in this office for a reason. <laughs> so. Okay. I think that's pretty good. I, I like it. I think it's it's one of those boring ones. Y'all made it fun. Um, but it's uh, it's important to see that, you know, you, you reverse engineer out and just instead of talking about the goal, because I'm so tired of hearing about, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to take my wife on this vacation or I'm going to do this. I'm going to go get a house. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to get wheels for my Escalade, you know, what, whatever that may be. No, worry about the shit. Get your head down, do the reps and move forward. Cool. All right, guys. Well, that's it then. Uh, as always, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Just like, follow, subscribe. And then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe. So, appreciate it. Love you. See you next Friday. See you, guys.